Fresh Four Podcast, your weekly look at hoops, hip hop, culture, and life. From me, Aaron Herzog. And me, Keenan Willis. What's up, Keenan? How you been? I'm good. I'm good. How are you? I'm doing great. The NBA playoffs are here. They are yes, fantastic. Sir. You know it. <laughs> fantastic. Fantastic. We've got an NBA playoff preview, Palooza, coming up. Uh, yeah. And I immediately apologize for using that phrasing. <laughs> I think it fits because, uh, you know, we got we got a lot. We got a lot going on. We got a lot to talk about. Yeah. How you how you feeling? End of the NBA season. Um, beginning of the playoffs. Um, You know, as an NBA fan, I am excited. I think this should be an interesting playoffs. Um, you know, there's. There's a there's a jumbled up West. Um, you got some young teams that we're seeing. All right, can they finally make the leap um, in the play-ins? You've already seen a couple of upsets, you know, at least on paper. Um, so I I think it should be a fun one. Um, as a Sixers fan, uh, I am cautiously optimistic right now. Yeah, that's uh, how I'm feeling as far as yeah. the Sixers are concerned. Yeah, yeah. Um, a couple of exciting play-in games. <laughs> the Atlanta Hawks won, surprisingly. That really had me surprised because they are a stinky, stinky team. They are, yeah. But like we were talking about last pod, you know, Miami, this isn't, this is not their year. It's uh, not. I think they know that. They might be know? checked out. You think, how do you think they're going to fare against Chicago, though? Do you think they're going to let the Bulls beat them? I mean, at this point, do you want to extend your season? Do you feel like playing Milwaukee? You don't want to lose to the Bulls, right? Or do you just want to go on vacation? I think Jimmy doesn't want to lose to the Bulls. I don't know if anybody else really cares. Yeah. Yeah, Jimmy might be the only. You're right. You're right. And then, uh, you know, we have the Lakers being gifted a win over the over the Timberwolves. <laughs> I mean, to to be fair, that's a game they should have won. Um, it is a game so. they should. Well, I mean, it's a game that they technically should have won going into it. And then as the game played out, they should not yes. have won it. Correct. But Correct. then they did win it. So, you know, the universe course corrected itself through the referees. Right. Uh, right. <laughs> even though the Lakers, that? they tried so hard to lose the game. They fouled they really a three point shooter with a tenth of a second on the clock. And it wasn't like a close call either. No. AD mugged him. He like, did not what? let him land. <laughs> and it wasn't even a good look. He was deep in the corner. Behind, the shot was behind the basket. There was yeah. no chance of anything. I mean, you don't know that when you're running at a three point shooter, but still. Yeah, it was uh it was it was rough. And you know, and, and you anybody know else, anybody else on the T Wolves misses one of those three shots. Not Mike Conley. Not Mike Conley, no. Not Mike no. Conley. Not not former highest paid player in the NBA for all of twenty minutes, Mike Conley. <laughs> wow. I definitely did not remember that. <laughs> yeah, once we opened up, uh, you know, the most recent round of like big contracts, uh, Mike Conley Jr. was the first guy that got paid. Always, always stuck with me because you're like, why is Mike Conley Jr. making that much money? And then you realize everyone was soon going to make that much money. 
Yeah, it was about to open up for everybody else. He was just yeah. the first one. You know, that's nice. Yeah. No, it's it's nice for him. You know, he knew he was going <laughs> to sign the deal and he got to be the highest paid player in the NBA for about a minute. Yeah. Um, but that's what we're going to get into. We're going to have a big playoff preview. Uh, we're going to pick our uh, end of the season awards. I want to talk. Uh, there's a very specific awards talk that I want to have with you that I'll I'll let you know what it is when we get to that that point. Okay. Okay. And uh, and then I want to give our first round playoff previews. I want us to go through each of the matchups and pick who we want to win in how many games and give a little. Give our thoughts. What do you want to do okay. first, Keenan? Okay. You want to do you want to do playoff brackets first or do you want to do end of the season, end of the season awards, regular season awards? I'm going to leave it up to you. Let's 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 get through the brackets. I feel the bracket. I feel like that's quick. And then we yeah. can we can, you know, defend uh, we can defend our award picks. All right, let's go through. Let's start. You want to start with the East or the West? It's really Keenan's choice today. Let's Let's start start out West. West. Yeah, I think this is the more interesting side of the bracket. It is very interesting because who knows what's going on right now. Uh, But let's go. Let's start with the 1-8 matchup, Denver versus Minnesota. If if the 8 would have been the Los Angeles Lakers, I was ready to say Lakers in six. I Yeah. I, I agree. Um, I really wish this was Denver Lakers so I could pick <laughs> the Lakers in six. I just don't think that the I, I don't think the Timberwolves can beat Denver. I was so ready to have Denver lose in the first round of the playoffs, but I think it's Denver in five, maybe six against Minnesota. What about you? Yeah, I, I looked up Jokic's numbers against uh, against Gobert and unsurprisingly, he, he kind of waxes him. So, yeah. Um, yeah, because Gobert is not the defensive player that he uh, he once was, mm-hmm. and uh, yeah, Denver's just a, a better team. I don't I don't think it's going to be a sweep though. I think they I think they maybe win in in five. Yeah, I think they will. I, I think Minnesota will sneak a game though. Yeah, I think five. I said five or six. I think De- I think five. I'm leading five as well. Uh, I think Denver got the matchup that they wanted, and they got the sure. matchup that they needed. Uh, let's move on to the four five matchup. That's Phoenix versus the Los Angeles Clippers. Clippers got mm-hmm. a lot of shit for winning their last game of the season to move into that five spot to play the Phoenix Suns. But there's also the counter argument that the earlier they get Phoenix, maybe the better because they haven't yet gelled as a team. They haven't had enough time to play. KD sure. hasn't fully acclimated to the Suns, so it might actually be better to, play to face them earlier. I'm going to let you have first pick. Um, so I got Clippers in six. Yeah. Um, and I let them, let them be healthy. Let them gel. If this game, if this is the, the Western conference finals, I'm making the same pick. Um, I don't think this is a great matchup for Phoenix at all. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that, uh, you know, the Clippers have some, some defensive length that's going to give, yeah. um, it's going to give them some trouble. Um, I think they they have the best recent playoff uh, player, I'll say, in Kawhi. I think Kawhi's Toronto run is still better than any recent um, KD playoff run. Um, and it's really hard to say how good 
KD's Warriors playoff runs were because he wasn't necessarily guarded as the one. You know, like you still had to worry about Steph, you still had to worry about Clay. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, you still have Devin Booker on 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 his team, but and you got Chris I, I, Paul. Yeah, you, yeah, Chris is there. Um, <laughs> I, I think that um, I think he's still the one in terms of how you're guarding them um, on that team. So it'll be interesting to to see how that happens. I, I I'm curious to see how uh, Kawhi does guarding him because I would imagine Kawhi is going to draw that uh, that assignment. So it, it, I think the Clippers have nothing to lose in this situation. By the way, either. Yeah. If they, I it, like if they get swept, no one's gonna. People will be like, well, yeah, that Phoenix seems real good, so yeah, they have nothing to lose. I want the Clippers to win. I think the Clippers can win. I think that the winner of this matchup wins the West. Hmm. I think it's the Phoenix Suns in seven. I think the. I think that. Uh, I just don't think that the that I don't trust the Clippers' health. If the Clippers were fully that healthy, makes sense. Clippers sure. were fully healthy. I might pick. Clippers in seven, maybe even six, but they're not. I don't if trust PG's it. There, I'm taking. I'm taking five. I'm taking Clippers in five. Yeah, but I'm I'm picking Phoenix, and I think that that's uh, I'm picking Phoenix, and I think that they ultimately uh, this might change, but right now Phoenix might be my pick to come out of the West, especially after they beat the Clippers and start to start to come together and gel. Wow, they're wow. a veteran team. I think Chris Paul is going to be better in the playoffs. I think that there's going to be a lot less pressure on Devin Booker. They made the finals two years ago, you know, and there's going to be a lot less pressure on Booker with KD there now. You know, Chris Paul has not looked the same since he hasn't since they made the finals. You know, that's that's, true. That's That's my very true. So I, I don't, I don't trust that he has another gear to turn it, uh, turn it into. Um, one question I will ask, uh, before we switch, um, who leads the series in text, Russ or, or KD? Because <laughs> you know there's going to be some moments. Yeah. Um, I mean, they're going to get. They're maybe not. not gonna give, maybe not. They're maybe not going to give. They're not going to give KD that many texts. If they give sure, out texts, if fair. they're handing out texts, they're going to go to Russ before they go to KD. KD's going to get a fair. warning before. That's fair. How many? How many fights instigated? between the two 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 there's going to be one early and there's going to be one late in game seven a, fi- a fake one and a real one yeah uh-huh yeah. Yeah. one early in the season or in the series one yeah. late like very late game seven like uh game seven's going to get out of hand uh you know the suns are going to be up big because i picked the suns to win so i have to say the suns are up <laughs> big late in the game and then frustrations get the best of russ and uh he does some rush, and there's shit. a little, yeah. He does some rush shit. I could see that. I can definitely see that. Um, yeah. I don't know. I don't feel good about picking any team to come out of the West. There's not one team that I feel super strongly about. But I think that whoever wins this series can maybe. It's going to be hard fought, and I think whoever comes out of it is going to come out of it with some with some gusto and the momentum that they need to carry sure. through. Um, and, uh, yeah, one, I mean, I can totally see one of the teams in the next series coming out of the West as well. And spoiler alert, it's not the Kings, 
But we've got the 3-6 <laughs> matchup between the Sacramento Kings and the Golden State Warriors. And I think the Warriors win this game, win this in five games, five home games for the Golden State Warriors. Five straight home games. Let's, okay. So. I think they drop game three after go no, because they start in the road. They drop game two. I think they win game one. They drop game two. They win the next three. I also got the I also got Mate. the uh, Warriors in in five. I, I so funny story. I initially saw the odds and was like plus twenty eight hundred for Sacramento to come out of the West. Just seems like a good value bet mm-hmm. for the third best team in the in the in the conference. Uh, but then I dug into their their numbers head to head this year a little more. Uh, you know they're one in three against the the Warriors. Um, but they were all close games. So um, I think they probably, if, if the, if they don't sweep them, if the Warriors don't sweep them, I think they probably lose game one um, overestim or underestimating them. And then are like, oh, uh, okay. Yeah. Or, the, or the, you know, or Sacramento just comes out. They're so just, they fired up. Get up for one game. Yeah. You know, they haven't been in the playoffs forever. They're hosting, you know, their fan base, their fan base is going to be excited. So maybe if they still game one, they can they can get a game. But outside of that, I, I think Golden State probably wins this pretty easily. Yeah, I think that's. I think we we both agree there. And uh, now we're going to go move on to the two seven, the Memphis Grizzlies against the Los Angeles Lakers. And I'll give you first crack at this one to let me know your winner of the series. Lakers and six. Lakers and six. I yeah. think. I was going to say Lakers, and I was also going to say Lakers. I'll give it, I'll give it seven though. I think they win it on the road in Game Seven. So here's my thing: if it gets to Game Seven, I don't think the Lakers are winning. Ah, okay. You know what I mean? Like I, I, I can't see Memphis losing that game at home, making it to seven. Um, so that is, I, I, I mean, know. that's, yeah, that's, it's very true. But I, I also don't think super highly of this Memphis team. I don't think they're built to win in the playoffs. They're also, um, they're missing Steven Adams, which is a big piece. That's I mean, a big they, piece. you know, that's a, that's a big, that's a big understanding the playoffs. Not that this team is a, a playoff newbie, but like, understanding how to navigate this uh yeah they're gonna miss his leadership on the floor I, I, you know jaron jackson jr i think will be interesting in terms of uh what that does to to ad um if he plays if, if ad can draw him out on the perimeter more um the memphis's defense is cooked um so i think he'll at least try to do that but yeah i just i i don't i don't think super highly of memphis i don't I'm starting to to sour on Ja a little bit. Um, oh yeah, not that I don't like. I just don't, I don't think he's that good. And he's just I think he's another volume guy. You know, like if you really if you really sit down and watch a full Ja Morant game, I don't think he's that impressive. If you watch Ja Morant highlights, I think he's very impressive. You watch a full game, you're like, all right, yeah, you shoot thirty shots, you should score that much. I don't fully disagree. He I can't really he, shoot. He benefits. He benefits from the volume that he gets. 
He's an yeah. exciting player. He's definitely a highlight real player. Um, but I don't think he's. I don't know. I don't know if he's. I don't know if he's fully like just a. I think he's a winner. He. he I think he's shoot, a winner. Though. I mean, w- yes, yeah, that's true. But he's got shooters on the team. He doesn't sure, really try, sure. and he doesn't really try to shoot. You know, mm. he does. He'll, I mean. He's, I'll put it this way. He's got one more season before I put him in the same conversation as I put Donovan Mitchell. He's got one more season. Yeah. Which is like, yeah, you can, you can, you can score, but, but you need to, you need to dominate the ball to do it. There's not much else you can do. No. He's better than Donovan Mitchell, though. I would say he's a, he's a, he's a, is he? He's a tick better than Donovan. They're, they are, I don't know. They're pretty comparable. But I don't I think Donovan, Donovan Mitchell's a, probably a better defender. And I don't think Donovan Mitchell's that good of a defender. <laughs> <laughs> but we agree. The Lakers yeah. are going to be Memphis. Yeah. And you know what? I think you're right. It's going to be in six because they don't want it to go seven games. You can, yeah. LA can't play a game seven against a young team. Yeah. I guess is. I get Denver, like Minnesota is penciled in to the eight right now, but that's not, I mean, that's not the full, that's not the actual matchup. They still have to play Oklahoma City. Yeah, yeah, technically. But it could be OKC. It could be OKC. If it's it's OKC, it's a different ball game. It is a different matchup. Or a different series, rather. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, I still think Denver beats OKC. I don't think OKC is ready they, to win a playoff. I think they do, series. but I think it's maybe in like six. I think that I think you lose a couple. I think it's a little bit of a yeah, I think I think OKC can steal two games. I think Minnesota steals one game. I think you're right. But yeah. I just wanted to make sure that that we covered that because for some reason uh ESPN already has Minnesota in the eight in the eight seed <laughs> they when know. it's not. Yeah. Uh-huh. The, the, script the script has been written. <laughs> ESPN script says that the Eastern Conference 1-8 matchup is going to be the Milwaukee Bucks against the Miami Heat. Uh, I mean, yes, that's probably what should happen. Um, if that is what happens, I got Milwaukee in five. Milwaukee in five is my pick as well. What if it's the Bulls? I say Milwaukee in four. Milwaukee in three if it's the Bulls. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Milwaukee. Yeah, against the Bulls, Milwaukee in three. That's nice. The four five is Cleveland against the New York Knicks. What do you think is going to happen in this series? I'm gonna say Cleveland in six, maybe seven. Um, the seven would be only because I think it would be hilarious uh, to have that happen to Knicks fans. Um, have them get to a game seven and then lose it, um, you know, against <laughs> against Cleveland. But um, yeah, I think Cleveland is a better team, but I also don't think Cleveland really does a good job of putting teams away. Yeah. So like you could you can hang around with them in a series. You can steal a couple of games. Um, you know, if if uh, if Julius Randle gets hot, if Jalen Brunson gets hot. Um, I'll put it this way. I think all of those games are going over as well. Whatever the line is, they're all over. You know, there's going to be a ton of defense play. I'll, I'll say this. I don't know much about the Knicks outside of Jalen Brunson, outside of 
you know, Julius Randle. Sure. Sure. I haven't watched much Knicks basketball this year. A little bit yeah, when they much. played when they played the Sixers. Mm. Uh but I don't trust the Knicks. And I'll never trust the Knicks. <laughs> and I'm gonna sure. say the Cleveland Cavaliers win this in five games. I, they should. I think they make light they work. I think they make light work of the New York of the New York Knicks. I don't think that Cleveland has anyone to guard Jalen Brunson. So that's why I think these are high scoring games. And if you get in the shootout, you might you, you might lose. You might lose occasionally if somebody's a little off. That's all that's the only reason I'm giving uh New York a couple of games. Yeah. I think Cleveland is a much better team though. I think so. I think that's I I, I think that's uh safe to say. The next series, the three six we've been waiting for, the Philadelphia 76ers and the Brooklyn Nets. Um, I guess it's technically my turn to go first. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I want to say Sixers and five, but I'm going to say Sixers and six. They're gonna make mm. uh, they're gonna make a sweat a little more than they should. <laughs> Will there be an injury? Knock on wood. Now, a, a ma- Will there be an injury? Yes. Will there be a major injury? No. Will it be an okay. injury to a player important enough that it that it completely? Like makes us question the rest of the playoff run. Like somebody, like I don't know, somebody who's going to get like decent minutes. Like, is it going to be like you know Melton, Toby, <laughs> or you know, or like George Niang, like some player that like we might need against the Celtics or something like that. You know, sure, yes, sure. that's going to ha- like something nagging enough that you know, oh, it's not to it's not to one of the main three or four players, you know, but Jalen McDaniels re-aggravates his back or something. Yeah, exactly. No, something yeah. like that, where it's just like an important yeah. role player goes down for some reason. Hmm. Okay. Okay. Um, well, I hope that doesn't happen. Um I got uh Brooklyn in seven. No. Um <laughs> I I I am gonna trust the Sixers here, honestly. I think it's Sixers and five. Um I'm I'm giving them uh, game four to lose. I think we go up three nothing. Yeah, and maybe maybe take the foot off the gas a little bit in game four and come back and remind them in game five. Um, only reason I say that is because uh, there's just no one that can guard Embiid on that team, um, and Spencer Dinwiddie got embarrassed in uh, in public this week, so. He sure did. I can't. I can't, he really, I, can't, I can't pick him. What did uh, what did what did he call him? What did Kuzma call him? Spencer uh, Din Shitty. Yeah, Din Shitty. <laughs> Din Shitty. Man, he uh, got bodied. <laughs> Dinwiddie got bodied by Kuzma. It was all facts. It was all facts. Um, and uh, as as my buddy Jeff pointed out, he Spencer Dinwiddie couldn't really say anything because Kuz has a ring. And yeah. as Kuz pointed out, Spencer has not won shit in the league. <laughs> so yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. The All ring, facts. the ring speaks. The ring speaks. Ah, <laughs> uh, the two seven Boston Atlanta. I'm I'm just gonna. That's a sweep for Boston. Atlanta doesn't. They don't belong there. They I'm shouldn't give be Atlanta there. One game. I'm going to give Atlanta one game and it's yeah. maybe like game two 
Uh, and it's only because Trey Young gets under Marcus Smart's skin enough. Just like a little gentleman to like, sweep. To like maybe get him tossed from a game earlier, like get him in foul trouble um, and and plays the villain. Yeah. For, for one game. I could see that. I Yeah, I could see them stealing a game. But I think Boston is, I don't know. I mean, Atlanta has no business there. Are they like locked in? I was going to say, I think Boston. Yeah, I think I think it's more it's more me. I, yeah, I don't think Boston's all that locked in. You know what I mean? I don't think they're yeah. like head down, ready to ready to roll mode. But I do think that Atlanta is that bad that they're just going to get not even a, they're going to straight swept, not even a gentleman's sweep. <laughs> But what if is there is there an angle where the universe lets us have Atlanta back? I mean, that would be that would be like a sign, right? Feels like it. It feels that like would it would be, be. Yeah, you know, if Atlanta somehow beats the Celtics in the first round of the playoffs, that that is some <laughs> sort of sign that it is the Sixers' year. That's that's when I will believe that it's yeah. the Sixers' time to win a championship. Then sense. and only then. Then and only then. That's it. That's our first round of the playoffs. Do you have to if if you had to pick somebody to come out of the East and somebody to come out of the West today, right now, who are you picking? Am I betting this or just picking? Because <laughs> those are two different answers. <laughs> that that is correct. They those are two different answers. I don't know the I don't know the odds right now. Um um, but I'm sure you do. Uh, give me both. Well, give me it's, your. It's... Give me your pick and give me your bet. <laughs> so my my bet would be um, my bet would be Milwaukee uh, out of the East, and my bet would be um. Ugh. So if Milwaukee's your my bet, bet, they have yeah. to be your pick as well because they're the they're the one seed. They're the favorites to come out, right? Yeah, it's not it's not so much like, oh, that's that, you know, that's a good value bet. You're betting the one seed. It's more um I wouldn't necessarily bet who I I truly believe is coming out. It's All like right. true in my heart of hearts, I, I am truly picking the Sixers coming out of the East this year. Yeah. Um and it, it's just because I think uh as as doc mentioned when when asked about uh how this team compares to his boston team and and his clippers team um you know it feels like this might be the right time for this team i think they are i think they're a team built for the playoffs i think they're a team built for series they finally are a team built to go to battle against another team in a seven game series Mm -hmm. they can make adjustments they can play different ways somehow they're better offensively than they've been in previous years as a unit as like a whole team yeah um and defensively i think they're going to pick it up in the playoffs yeah yeah so i would i would say milwaukee's my bet but my true answer would be whoever wins that second round matchup whoever wins the uh the the Sixers celtics series i think is coming out of the east it's a good it's a good way to go. Yeah. Um, coming out of the West. Cel- Celtics are the only team that worry me in the East for the Sixers. Yeah. It yeah. remains it remains that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so that's that's the only thing stopping me from saying 
Sixers coming out of the East because they no, will most likely have to run into the Celtics in the second round. And that's fair. I will know. I, I just don't. It's just a curse. It's just a curse. They the, the two teams, they kind of like alongside rebuilt at the same time. And the yeah. fact that the Celtics are have been outpacing them by like a half by like a half step the whole way. All the time. Yeah. It's like a the thor it's, it's like the never ending thorn in Sixers yeah. fan side. It's just like, you know. No, you're right. You're right. Because they tanked just as hard as the Sixers. Uh whether whether intentionally or unintentionally, yeah. They were just yeah. as bad, you know. Yeah. Same with the yeah. Lakers. Like the, the Lakers and the Celtics yeah. were just as bad for like almost sure. the same amount of time. For and sure. this the Celtics just made like you know they built a they built a deeper roster than the Sixers did. They were able yeah. to build a a deeper roster and made they drafted smarter and made a few smarter trades. They built they built a better team. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, and you know they they fleeced they fleeced us. It was at our expense. Well, that yeah, and that's that's like the that's what twists you know the thorns already in the side, and then that twists it a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, that's the only that's the only thing stopping me from just flat out picking the Sixers to win. And uh so I'm gonna say Milwaukee right now, uh, with the, the asterisks that uh, you know, I really hope the Sixers can get it done against Boston. And if they do, then I'm I'll glad I'll be glad to be wrong. I already I mean, gave my pick. I already gave my pick coming out of the West. Yeah, I disagree with you in the West. Um I am taking Great value bet here as well. Um, should be no surprise. Plus three twenty, Golden State. I, that I, is... I think if you look, I think if you look at their path um, yeah. this year, it's relatively simple. Relatively. I mean, yeah, yeah. Sacramento, then you know, winner of Lakers, Memphis. They'll they shouldn't have any major trouble with either one of those teams. You know, like it's like, all right, yeah, you're playing LeBron again, but like, hey, that's Mem- it. Memphis is the only team to kind of beat them in the playoffs before in the uh, Western Conference team. And it was sure. a play in game and they sure. were injured as hell, you know. Sure. So does that give Memphis? Didn't, didn't the Lakers beat them, though? Confidence? Didn't, didn't they both? Didn't they both beat them in, in play in games? No, there was that stat that came out the other day that that Steve Kerr, like a Steve Kerr coach team, has never lost to a Western Conference uh, team in the playoffs. And people were like, "What about the the Grizzlies in the play in game?" And they were like, "That didn't count as the playoffs." Interesting. Yeah, I thought there was. I thought there was a Lakers Warriors play in game. But maybe I'm making that up. I don't know. Maybe I'm making that up. No, I think it was just the they played the Memphis. Maybe it was like a maybe it was like a last game of the season or some something. I don't know. Yeah, maybe like right before it. But no, I mean, no, no, no. I I'm not making I'm not making this up. Uh, it is the play. Yeah, yeah. The Lakers Lakers beat the Warriors in the Western playing game. Yeah, because LeBron had a the go ahead uh, when he couldn't see. Got he got smacked oh, in the eye. Oh yeah, and he was like, uh-huh. "Oh, I saw three baskets. I just shot in the one, the shot at the middle one." Well, then Memphis fans need to shut up because <laughs> you're because one, you're not special, and right. two, two, they also it didn't count as the playoffs. I don't think yeah. it counted as the playoffs until this year or maybe last year. It's like officially part of the playoffs, but no. before then, it was like something separate. 
This was this was the OG playing, I believe. Yeah. You know, Memphis fans always yelling about how <laughs> that's uh, typical Memphis fans yelling about how they're misunderstood, but they misunderstand themselves. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Get it together, yeah, this... Grizzlies fans. You're not ready yet. You're a fun team. Yeah. yeah. But you're just not, you're not you're not there yet. You gotta pay your dues. Um, Grit and grind was a good start, but you gotta pay your dues. Yeah, let's get into let's get into the regular season awards. One's already been given, and it's the one that probably was the easiest one to give out. Coach yeah. of the year, right? Was there any other candidate besides Mike Brown? I mean, no one that made sense. I, that's such a such an easy turnaround, or not an easy turnaround at all, but like yeah. such a an impressive turnaround that it's easy to give. Here's what I want to talk about. I don't want to just give our awards picks, right? Mm-hmm. But what I what I think is is interesting to get into, at least for myself, and and you can you can tell me go fuck myself if you don't think this is interesting. But <laughs> it's it's a lot of times it's hard to define what does win someone an award, especially with MVP. Sure. You know that's one yeah, of the yeah. that's one of the major like talks about the MVP. What does it mean? What does value mean? Um, yeah. but, so I want us to talk about what disqualifies you from being the MVP. What disqualifies you from being <laughs> okay. defensive player of the year? How can we start eliminating candidates at each? You know, how do we start weeding out the ones who don't deserve it? Right. Sure. What are some? Yeah. What are some disqualifiers? So are there any major disqualifiers for you for coach of the year? Like when yes. you're looking at. Yeah. What What do you what do you think? Um. If you have two future Hall of Famers mm-hmm. on your team, yeah, and an all-star level player, I don't know that you can be coach of the year. So a big three that includes at least two future Hall of Famers. And okay, I sort somewhat disagree with that. Not, I see, not at I least s- two, though. I see where Speci- you're going. Specifically, specifically that, two. Okay. Yeah. Oh, two Hall of Famers and an All Star. Okay, because then you you feel like the the like if it's ego if it's juggling three, is a little exactly. bit exactly three Hall of Famers. Three Hall of Famers. Yeah. Then, yeah. Exactly. So like Spo, like like when the Heat were winning, like Spo could have won coach of the year yeah absolutely absolutely uh, Kerr Kerr could be coach of the year when the with the Warriors sure. when the Warriors are great because there's three Hall of Fame level players yeah because Iguodala I mean, yeah. Dur- well I mean how oh, many- oh those there's Durant those teams. I, th- I thought you were talking about the current Durant yeah. Steph Clay Draymond uh <laughs> Iguodala Draymond I mean I mean they might yeah Andrew Bogut <laughs> yeah. All future all fame. Okay, I get it. So once you once you hit it past a certain threshold, yeah. yeah. Then then it's then it's bad. Then on, the yeah. ego. Okay, I'm going to say a disqualifier and this is a very specific, but if you have to leave the team for a specific amount of time and your replacement does just as good or better than you, you're not coach of the year. So Kerr disqualified the year he had back surgery and Sure. And uh, and Luke Walton took over because sure, would they go sure. undefeated with Luke Walton as coach? Uh, if the if it wasn't undefeated, I'm I'm sure it was very close. Yeah, that's that's my disqualifier for coach of the year, and it's only specific if if somebody yeah if if in games you coach your team does just as well or better. So the uh... it's the Steve Kerr rule. <laughs> 
or the Luke Walton. No, we'll give it. It's the Luke Walton rule. It's the Walton I, hyphen Kerr rule. I was thinking it was the Jack McKinney rule, but is that is that too soon? That <laughs> also it also could be. Um, let's go. Let's work our way up to MVP. Okay. So what okay. comes next? Six man of the year. Yeah. In yeah. terms of importance. Uh, unless you want to talk about executive of the year. I don't. Um, yeah. I don't. Cares. I don't care. That's not a real award. <laughs> um, six man of the year. Okay. Yeah. 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 Disqualifiers for six man of the year. Do well. Um, first, first, do you have a, do you have a pick for six? Oh, man do I have a pick? Um, so my preseason pick was what Herb Jones, I believe. Um, that didn't happen. Um, and I'm going to say that's not his fault. I'm going to say that's the Pelicans fault for being hurt all the time. Everyone on that team being hurt. So, um, it's not on him. I, I would pick Malcolm Brogdon. Yeah. Uh, but I don't know. It's tough to say. It's tough to say because it's Brogdon uh, or quickly, right? Yeah. I think it, it probably should be quickly. But I think Brogdon will show he's the better sixth man in the playoffs. But oh, but votes are in already. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not. Yeah. It's, a, it's a regular season award, so it, it'll probably be quickly. Yeah. So he's my regular season pick, but I think it should be Brogdon. I think Brogdon has name the name recognition over quickly. So if there's like a, a little bit of a toss up, it probably is going to go towards Brogdon. I think Brogdon also has like a little bit of sympathy. In his hands because he's like an injured player. He's a player people sure. like. He's a player people want to like. They want to root for him because of yeah. his his injury history. So I think it'll. I think the same. I think it'll probably be. If I'm if I'm predicting, I'm going with Brogdon. But if I'm picking, I'm gonna go ahead and say quickly. Even though I admitted earlier, I don't watch much of the Knicks. <laughs> <laughs> even though my ignorance has already been admitted, I'm gonna go ahead and give. A little something to the Knicks. Also because the Celtics, they're too deep. Their team's too deep. And I don't know if this is I don't know if this is a straight disqualifier for me, but okay. it's borderline disqualifier if you're if you are the leader of a bench unit that is just too good. <laughs> okay, that's fair. That's fair. You know? So if your whole second unit is good. How can you really say one person is the sixth man of the year? Sure. Yeah. 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 That's okay. I, I I'm I'm with you there. Now I'm with you there. I think this squad that you know there is a rule that you must come off the bench more games than you start to qualify to be sixth man of the year. Sure. Uh I think a disqualifier should be you can't you you can't start at all. You could only start. You could start. You can't start at all. Not at all. But you can start as like an injury replacement. You could be a spot I starter. Was, you could I was going to say injuries starter, would be would spot be tough, starter yeah. or as an injury replacement. But I'm saying like twenty percent. I'm saying knock down the starting threshold to like you have to be. You can't be a guy who just happens to come off the bench. Okay. You know what okay. I mean? Interesting. Or. You should, or there should be like a minutes restriction. So that was my thing. I was going to say, you can't play starters minutes. I don't really yeah. care if you, if you start or don't, it's more for me. It's about the minutes. It's about like, the minutes. So like Ginobili, 
should be his should qual- never should have, take away his never have won. of the year awards. Yeah, he should never have won them because he played starter minutes. Controversial. So what's starter minutes? 30? 30 plus? If you're playing 30 plus minutes, you're not eligible for six man of the year? Because you're not a six th- man at that time. You're just technically, yeah. it's a technicality. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think 30 is probably a good line. My In my head, I want to say 32. But thirty's probably uh, uh, I'm gonna say I'm gonna say thirty one. I'll split the difference. Thirty one. Thirty one. Okay. Yeah. 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 Quickly's getting close. Quickly plays like twenty nine minutes a game. He's getting close. Yeah. I think that Brogdon's a Brogdon's a little truer over six man in terms of his minutes. Are there any other disqualifiers for six man of the year that we could think of that you could think of besides minutes? Um, Yes, I don't think you could ever have been a starter. Like I don't think. Oh, ever. I was gonna say. I was gonna say if you were like a top five draft pick, you're disqualified for life (laughs) for being the sixth man of the year. Maybe top. If you're a lottery pick, lottery pick disqualified for being sixth man of the year. Also, that depends on the team that drafts you, though. You know. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, that. Yeah, that is true. But yeah, top maybe top five pick, but. Now this yeah, is my, now we're getting into the creative. Never getting into th- creative ways. I just don't want to see like a veteran that finally accepts their role coming off the bench that wins six man of the year. You know, it's like, no, you probably could start. It's my it's maybe not the best decision for you to start at this point. Sure, yeah. Like somehow like, if like Blake, like Blake Griffin, if he had a great year, he's disqualified for being well, so he, man of the year. he brings up a question. When was he last in Detroit? That was what, two two years ago? Two years ago, I think. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah. he Two years removed from being the first option on your team? Yeah, you probably shouldn't win six man of the year. But, like, if it's Blake, like, maybe next year? Maybe. Because at that point, I think maybe enough time has passed before you've really been like relevant, you know. Okay, so yeah, I'm there's talk- like I'm talking a, about like there's like a window you have to pass. Yeah, to I'm be- talking about like Memphis AI. Okay, yeah, or like last couple of years in Denver AI. Mm-hmm. You know, like you should you shouldn't win six man of the year if they had convinced them to come off the bench like, which you, know, you, yeah. should, you which, should which they did which never happened. which maybe they should have uh <laughs> but like yeah that maybe that's... not denver but i mean memphis tried i mean he was only with memphis for like three days yeah yeah because was he ever in detroit am i making that up no he was in detroit yeah before okay, yeah before memphis i think it went i think it went denver detroit memphis and then back to philly Okay, so yeah, I'm th- I mean, I'm thinking of Detroit AI. Okay, he should be ineligible for for a six man of the year. You know, like that's that's no one wants to see that. That's just a starter that's gotten a little worse. Yeah. Hmm. I think I agree on the same on the same wavelength. Let's move to most improved player of the year. I think this is another obvious choice. Uh, in terms of who should win it, yeah. In terms of who should win it, give give me your give me your position, Laurie Markkinen. <laughs> it's Laurie Markkinen. That's my position, and uh, and I think it's pretty obvious, right? Is there another choice? He went from like 
he he I, I, went he from a guy who was right like choice. squandering potential to an all star to he's a high right producing choice. all star on and not just putting up numbers on a team that was bad, putting up numbers on a team that was playing well for a large majority of the season who was out playing when they were trying. <laughs> yeah, yeah, who played very well when they were trying and then you know shut it down. Yeah. Um no, I think you're absolutely right. Laurie Markinen is the choice. Uh my question is I feel like he's teetering on a on a uh, a disqualifier for me. Okay. What um, is that? He was supposed to be good. True. And then was trash. True. For a while and then finally figured it out. But I mean, how good was he supposed to be? It's not like he came into the league with like superstar potential, superstar expectations. He came into the league with like this is a nice player. Uh, this is a guy who who could grow into a you know potential nice player kind of thing. It it wasn't like you know he would if if he didn't sure. become great, he wouldn't have been considered like a huge bust. It would have been like disappointing that he wasn't good, but not like oh man, he's this a guy seventh is... overall pick. Yeah, he's, I'm just saying he's you know he's a, he's a seventh pick. I... I, yeah, it would have been I disappointing. I think they had high hopes for him. Sure. So are you, know, you trying I, to say that are you trying to say that previous potential should disqualify is is a potential disqualifier for most improved player? I'm saying that he should maybe win a different award which is like the rebound award. Cuz he bounced oh, back to where like he was. Oh, it's a different award. Okay. You know? Like he bounced back to where he was. This is this is kind of the path he was supposed to take. Mm-hmm. Um, remember, so you think you think of, you think the Jimmy Butler deal. So what I'm saying, well, okay. So you're saying this is where he's supposed to be. He should be doing what he's doing right now. He just made a leap to get here instead of steady progression. He he should have just steadily progressed to get here instead of making a leap to get. But and, he's exactly where he's supposed to be. It's where, where at least where he could have been. Yeah. Um, uh huh. And uh, it's it's that he took a step backwards that makes this leap look so good. So it's like you didn't really re- improve. You just like you just kind of regressed back to the, you did like a reverse regression almost. Like yeah. Instead of regressing back to the mean, you know, after an overachieving season, a reverse. You mean <laughs> progression? It's, but it's not it, because it's not a progression because it I took know, that yes. step backwards. Yes, yeah, no, I, I, know. I, yeah, I know. No, I know. I know what you're saying. Um, yeah, it, it's, it's for me. He just you mean like, he improved. <laughs> he improved after taking a huge after disappointing for years. It's like yeah, you improved back to zero. Yeah, this is you know like you're I, maybe one standard deviation above where you should have been. I get what you're saying. Um. But should that be a disqualifier? I don't know. It's just, I don't that's think just like it, for me, it feels it's a discussion worth having. And I know what point you're trying to make, um, but I don't think it's a disqualifier for this award, because I think the fact that like he didn't just fall off the face of the earth or that he he took a step back and then didn't just say, you know, fuck it, I'm a millionaire. I'm. Sure. Just gonna, you know, rest on rest on my money and I don't care about being good. The fact that he did take the the step forward is worth it. My disqualifier right. for this is injury. 
I don't think you should be eligible to win the mm. uh win the most improved player if you're like a, a good player who gets injured and has like a year that you miss and then you you it's not the comeback player of the year. Right. It's the right. most improved player of the year. You know. Right. Right. Yeah, and <laughs> thank it's you also, for reminding me that, that it's also a exists. weird award. It's also a weird award. Yeah. Most improved, yeah. you know. Because then there's all those discussions. Like, didn't Ja win it like last year? He's the guy that that should not have, have won it. Yeah, exactly. And I think he tried to give it to uh to to Desmond Bain. Oh but, yeah, uh, but like, yeah. If you're, it was if like, you're already it was, good, it was his. You're the real MVP moment. <laughs> you're the real most. <laughs> you're the real MIP. I would. I'm too good for this award. So. Yeah, like if you're if you're in a discussion for MVP, I don't think Josh should have been, but he was. If you're in a discussion for MVP, you you can't win MIP. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, that, that doesn't make sense. You you have you have exceeded that award. You're too good for it. Yeah, and uh, they do not have the comeback player of the year anymore. The comeback player of the mm. year's final season was eighty five, eighty six, the year that they launched Most Improved. They kind of changed it. Okay, so they, they, yeah, they tried to try to replace it a little bit. Yeah, it was a little bit of a rebrand, you know. Interesting, interesting. Well, I'll give out a comeback player any any time, but I don't think you can you can be good and then be bad. And then go back to being good and and win most, most improved. improved. Yeah, you know, yeah, because because it's because it's it should be based on overall improvement. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah. Like if if you're like a great like if you're like a player who's I don't know like Lance Stevenson or something like that who was like very right. good and then like fell off a cliff and then was like oh Lance Stevenson is back. You don't win most because you're not improving upon your previous high. You're reaching it or 90% of it. You're, you know, just because you're just because you're improving on last year. You're not improving overall as a player. It should be overall improvement. Yeah. Yeah. If Jalil Okafor came back to the NBA and averaged 17 and eight. No, no. Yeah, exactly. Can't can't do it. Um, Is deep defensive player of the years next? Yeah. Yeah. Let's do it. Um. I think it's an easy one. Do you? I do. I do. It's it, you got a little bit of a smirk. You got a little bit of a smirk on your face. Oh, and I'm wondering no, if your defensive no. player of the year is the same as my defense. Who's your defensive player of the year, Keenan? No, it, it's it's Jaron Jackson Jr. for me, honestly. Um, yeah. I'm gonna I, say he's I'm gonna say he's he's got a disqualifier. He's disqualified from being from being uh defensive player of the year. Interesting. What's what's his disqualifier? His disqualifier is that he plays next to Steven Adams. He <laughs> plays next to a better defensive player than he is. Oh, I don't know about that. He, yes. Better? He's better? not even the anchor of his own defense. His defensive stats, his defensive ability, and his defensive, uh, you know, what he's able to do on defense is possible because he plays next to Steven Adams. So the fact is, so if you if you're if you're not the anchor of a D, you know what I mean? If you're not sure the reason why you are good, if someone else's gravity like if you're playing with Rudy Gobert, you know what I mean? Like 
I don't think I don't think like and you get and 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 you get stats because you're playing with somebody like that. So you're you're who, you're basically saying like this it's the it's the second corner theory. Yeah. When they don't throw at one guy. Yes. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I can I can see and that. I, think I don't that, know. I think that he's a, an amazing defensive player, and what he does is is great. But I don't think he can win the award because because of that. Because somebody else I, is more important overall to his teams, to his team's defense, and the scheme that they run. He's he doesn't he doesn't do the same thing that he does if Stephen Adams isn't on that team, and if he's the main, if he's the only center. And maybe I'm maybe I need to look at on off court splits to that's, that's support to support my theory. I don't know that. I don't know that Stephen Jack Stephen Adams is still that player for me. Like I don't know that he. I don't. I don't like heart and soul communication. Sure, but like we're talking physical physical tools. I don't know that he's still that guy. Yeah, I think he's still a very good defensive player. Don't get me wrong, but I don't know if I don't know if he's still that guy that I'm not right. willing to say that Jaron Jackson. Well, you know, my pick for defensive player do. of the year is Joel Embiid, and my reasoning is fuck you. That's why. <laughs> that's my reasoning. <laughs> my vote for for defensive player of the year is Joel Embiid. <laughs> He's also my vote for MVP, and my reasoning is <laughs> "fuck you." That's why. Um, not you, Keenan. No, no, no. The I'm, collective I'm, I'm NBA world. I you. mean, listen, you'll 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 recall he was my preseason pick for a defensive player of the year. He was. Did he um, earn it this year? No, not at all. No, no, no it's a straight no. I, I'm admitting award, that. Did he earn Defensive Player of the Year this year? No. If the award is when they feel like it, yeah. who can impact a game the the greatest defensively? I think it's Joel. Yeah. The 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 turn it off and on Defensive Player yeah. of the Year. Yeah. 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 For sure. It's Embiid. Sure. Yeah. It's yeah. it's if he doesn't need to give full effort on the offensive end that game because the rest of his team is picking up the pieces. Mm-hmm. It's Joel Embiid. Did he did he er- disqualifier though? Go ahead. Um, and this is this is coming at historic Gobert a little bit. I don't think you can win Defensive Player of the Year if there's not another good defender. In your starting lineup, if there's not another good yeah. defender, yeah, because you because because you be, because yeah because you have like to a play defense. high usage rate. Is that what you're saying? Essential. Well, either either that you have too much or, of a defensive usage rate. It's either that or, but you get the you get the Namdiasimwa factor, where they just don't go at you because sure. you can go at everybody else. because you can go at everybody else, but. What if you are the only good defensive player on your team and you lift your team's total defense to a to a level that is, you know what I mean, like sure. a top 10 defense or something, and you have all shitty players around you, but you are so good 
And this would have to be a center. It would have to be somebody yeah. like Rudy Gobert, who's only protecting the rim, you know, who like peak mm-hmm. Rudy Gobert, who's only sure. protecting the rim. And like guards can blow by their guy and he's still protecting the rim, closing out on shots, doing whatever he does. And it, and it lifts the defense up that much. Is sure. that possible I, in today's NBA? I don't think it is, but I, no, I think I think I think it's possible. But um, I for for me, yes, the, what you described, I think, sure, absolutely, you you can get that. I don't think Gobert matches that for me. No, I don't think he does either. But I, I yeah, he's just like but the, only, only is the, the eye test. He is the um. He's the example I use because he is such a defensive minded play because that's all he that's all he is. He's completely sure. focused on on defense, you know. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, I, I would agree. I just for me, he never you know who my access. actual you know who my actual defensive player to your pick might be like if I had to not give a fuck you picked it, it might be Drew Holiday. Drew is Drew, I think, is on that short list of guys that could win it every year, but probably will never win it. Yeah. Just because he's a guard. And I, I mean, I know our reigning one is a guard, but like it's so rare. It's very that true they, that they pick yeah. a guard. Mm-hmm. It's been what, like three times in the last in our lifetime, maybe. It's like, yeah, Marcus Smart last year. Smart, Smart, Peyton, and Jordan, I Peyton. think, are the only. Yeah, those those are the only three that come to mind. And Jordan is like, I mean, he's a guard, but he's a wing, you know. No, yeah. he's a guard, but he's a wing. <laughs> six six long, yeah, yeah. Uh MVP. Uh, not not a homer pick. I think it's Joel Embiid. Same. I like. like I. I, I mean, just objectively had the the MVP season this year. Ho- my my homer pick is to yell in your face that it's Joel Embiid. <laughs> my non homer pick is to politely say that it is Joel Embiid. He's yeah. he he affects his team. He affects the game. He affects the league. He affects who he's playing more than anybody. He can, like you said, he could turn it on both sides of the floor. Whatever's needed that night, he can do. He can take the game into his own hands. He can take the game out of the other team's hands when he when he chooses to do so. You have to game plan around him differently than most other players in the league. Um, I think that, you know, I think that Jokic is, I don't think he's the MVP. I think he's a great player. I don't hate Jokic. It's hard to. It, I want to hate Jokic because of all of the of everything. I just of hate the, the coverage Denver on fans. Jokic. I, I hate the coverage on Jokic. Yeah, yeah. yeah I don't. I'm not, hate I'm not mad at him. Yeah, I don't hate the band. I hate the fans of the band. <laughs> I will say I hate watching him play though. Yeah, because for every great decision he makes with the basketball, he fucking whines so much, and I know. Every every fan base says this about the other guys. Yeah, but like you can, it's one of those some, things. There's you something can take, about it. Like you can take like your whining. own guys. You can take your own guys whining. You can't take the other guys whining. No matter what. Well, it is. so so here's the distinction I've made in my head. At least I think Embiid is demonstrative, um, and like 
will get in get in a ref's face. He advocates you, for himself. Yeah. A, yeah. I think he will take a I, I think he will take a uh a reason though. Like if you give him a reason, if you give him an explanation, he'll walk away. Jokic doesn't Jokic like won't advocate for himself. He just whines. He's just like, oh, come on. Why? What? Like, it's it's never like, yo, let me get in your face and like tell you why you were wrong. It's just like so whiny. I yeah. think that's what turned me off about it. Luca also complains a ton, but he'll get in your face about it. Yeah. And I can respect that. <laughs> I can respect that. I respect aggression. I do not <laughs> just whine. Yeah. He's just no, like why it's just don't whiny. have a it's tantrum. Annoying. Don't have a tantrum. Be aggressive yeah. about it. Yeah, yeah. Threaten me. Don't complain <laughs> yeah. and, and and whine. I got it. I got it. Um, this is the big one. What are some MVP disqualifiers? Um you well, can't have someone else on your team that is also in the conversation. I th- yes, that's that's the that's one that I kind of that's the the first example. So like you know, Heedles, LeBron, and Wade disqualified. They should both be disqualified from the MVP talk for those years. Uh late, yeah. late Lakers era Shaq and Kobe disqualified from MVP. Wow. Early Shaq sure. was in the was in the talks. Yeah. 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 But That's later, true. like later. So no thanks. Magic should have never won an MVP. Well, I guess he did. He did no. until late, right? Post post eighty two, Kareem was not an MVP candidate. No, James Worthy though was Worthy an MVP candidate. Worthy was real good. He was really good. He wasn't an MVP can. He wasn't in the discussion for MVP. I guess. I guess. Okay. Okay. Like. Who did did Moses win MVP in eighty three or was he just reigning MVP when he went to the Sixers? I think he was reigning MVP. And who won it? And that, but then he, no, he, he was reigning MVP. I know that. Yeah, I think he might have won one with us though. I just don't know if it was back to back. It was Moses. Moses won it in eighty three. Okay. Nice. So I don't was was Julius still an MVP candidate in eighty three? Or when was, was he, his most recent? Was he a well, little? Well, we can just look, was he just look at the voting. If we have, if we have the, if we have the results, you can tell. He was fifth. Moses, Larry, Magic, Sidney Moncrief, Julius Irving. So then it's tough. It's tough to say that you should win the MVP. If you got a it guy is, that's coming in fifth. It's true. That year, the Spurs had two top ten MVP candidates: an artist Gilmore and George Gervin. Wow. Kareem came in 10th. Wow. Interesting. Kareem in in 83-84 Kareem was 4th, Magic was 3rd. I think this is this is based on like name recognition at this point though. I was going to say how are how are we really voting for MVP at that point? I mean is... Kareem was putting up 21 and 7, which is like good numbers but it's not Kareem numbers, you know? Sure. But that is is that his fault? You can't hold that against him. No, no, you can't. I mean, eighty. Okay, I'm just looking because I claim that Kareem wasn't a wasn't a valid MVP candidate after like eighty two, eighty three, but he came in fourth in eighty four, eighty five. 
I feel like Kareem, and Kareem had that like Tim Duncan vibe, you know, it was like every year you could be MVP. But here's the thing. Magic. Yes. Yeah, that's very true. But Magic didn't win any of these awards. These are the three. These are the back to back to back Larry MVPs. You right. Know? That's and I think that's what gets Larry those three. Three is in that, a row. Is, is that is Magic? That those two. They split the vote a little bit. Yeah. And then when Magic finally won one in 86-87, Kareem's nowhere to be seen. Did he retire by that point? Because he's nowhere on this list. No, he was, he was still he was still in the league. I think he just finally... He finally that took that step back, yeah. Because Kareem... Yeah, Kareem played through 88-89. That's yeah. right. Mm-hmm. Which is silly. So yeah, by the time that 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 Magic finally won an MVP, Kareem was no longer. Yeah, he was he wasn't the guy yeah. in the discussion. Still put up seventeen point five points and six point seven rebounds a game in thirty one minutes. Turns out the second leading scorer of all time was still pretty good. Yeah, his whole career was still consistent through the end of his career. <laughs> Man, it's weird to call him the second leading scorer of all time. What are some other disqualifiers for MVP? Does your team have to be a certain level? Of, your team should have to be a certain level of good to be the most valuable player to your team or your league, right? Uh, I think your team can't be bad. I think, I think it ha- team... you have to make the playoffs, not the play-in. You can't be seven seed or lower. Well, so here's my here's my my caveat. You can't be bad. You can be awful, though. <laughs> you no. can be awful. No, not in a situation of like to be MVP. Not not in a situation of um, you know, it's like somebody's got to score. But like, if you put up an absurd year on a really bad team. I think no. that I think you should I, you should not be excluded. I think you're still because if everyone knows it's going through you, if, and if you, everyone knows all we got to do is is shut this person down. But outside of outside of putting up numbers, what is your value? Outside of putting you, up numbers, you have you keeping what is the your team in value? the league. Keeping the team in the league. There's not, not relegation. This is not this making it a buy. No. Uh, uh-uh. I think that your your team has to be at least some. I think, but is it you know, value to your team or is it value to the league? It's 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 value. It's it, you're valueless either way. But what? But like the award, I argue. I it? argue you're taking value away from your team and possibly the league if you put up that kind of monster numbers on a team that's losing that often. On a bad what, team, yeah. Yeah, you're making. Yeah, you're not helping out. You know, you're you're making your team. Uh, worse, kind of technically, in the long run, by putting up those kind of numbers because you're not helping any of your teammates get better. Maybe they'll all be out of the league soon or whatever. But but you're, <laughs> you know, you're not sure. you're not adding value to either. I don't know. Maybe I to would, the league. Would, maybe to the I league. Would echo, people want to watch you play. I would echo AI. How am I supposed to make my teammates better? You know. I would, but his team wasn't team bad. Su- but his team if your wasn't team bad. Team sucks. Your team sucks. But AI's team wasn't bad. That was his a good team, team. His team was good. 
And AI was putting up those numbers. It wasn't just because of AI, though. That was a good team. Yeah, so this is the opposite of what you're saying. (laughs) No, no, no. I I just wanted to quote him there, but like... (laughs) I don't know. I think like I think you have to establish is it is it value to the league or is it value to the team? If it's value to the team, then sure, absolutely. You're doing more harm than good. If it's value to the league, you you are making this a, a if it's an value, valuable game. Sure, yes. This a Here's product the, that can that can be sold. That's that's great, but you're but that's not the most value. That's not anywhere near most adding the most value to the league in that given year. Also. If it's value to the league, then the then it's just LeBron every year. It's LeBron every <laughs> sure. year as long as he plays. Sure, sure. no, I, I I don't disagree with you there. Um, actually, I I'll give you this. You need to, in this age. This doesn't go back uh, a ton, but in this age, I need you in a national ad. <laughs> you, if you're not there needs to if be you don't some have, sort of off-court component to if MVP. you don't have a genuine endorsement if you don't have like a national endorsement you're, you you can't be the most valuable player to the league how about this you need your own signature shoe i won't say i won't say that i won't say that <laughs> but it should be the it's it, it's the on the short list signature short shoe list caveat <laughs> can't be you can't if you're wearing Giannis's, you can't be the MVP if you got somebody else's name on your feet. Sure, sure. You ain't sure. the MVP no, I, if you're wearing Dame Lillard's. <laughs> <laughs> I don't disagree with you there. I don't disagree with you there. <laughs> you no, that's that's a caveat. That's a rule. MVP rule, you need your own signature shoe. So did you and I both just pick rules specifically for Jokic? <laughs> no, I didn't even know if Jokic had his own signature <laughs> shoe or not. I guess he does not. Technically, I did because uh, I because you know Embiid was like the first center to have his own signature shoe in a while. He does. He also doesn't have a national ad, at least not that I've seen. Jokic. Yeah, I've not. I've not seen this man try to sell me anything. Yeah, here's the thing, though. I think that's more his choice. I think that's because he doesn't want to. Right? He doesn't want the money. Because he doesn't care about that shit. Because he doesn't want the money. Yeah, all dude wants to do is ride horses and hoop, man. I respect that. All he that. wants is the. Did you watch how hard he was playing in the last game of the season? That was completely meaningless, except for him and hitting his incentives. He just oh. wants money. <laughs> Come on, there's not a player in the league. That's just there for fun. Because if you really just wanted to race horses, you would just go race horses. I didn't say for fun. I think he wants to win basketball games. I think he wants to win MVP I awards. I think he wants to win, you know, dollars. I think he, I wants, think he wants to, to prove, win dollars. I think he wants to prove his own manhood through playing basketball. I think that's what Jokic is trying to do. <laughs> I guess, but, but he doesn't care about. Uh, he doesn't care about Nad. Yeah, I don't think he cares about an ad. Hey, it's hard to turn down that money. No, it is. It is. So that and tells me he has the worst agent in the league. Possibly, yeah. Is he is he a family agent guy? He's probably a family agent guy. Oh yeah, it's probably like his like uncle. Well, like my like my brother probably like my his agent, sketchy yeah. uncle or something like that. <laughs> what else? Oh, no. Squall- <laughs> What else disqualifies someone from being the MVP? Um, 
I don't know that there's many other things that that can disqualify you from being the MVP. Yeah. Um, Here's I'll I'll say yeah. this. I'll say this. Maybe you don't need your own signature shoe, but you you if you're not wearing your own signature shoe, you better be wearing like hyper dunks or something. You can't you can't, you can't wear, wear another shoe. Yeah, you can't wear someone else's shoe. That's you gotta wear like That's like fair. you could be a Nike athlete or whatever who just wears like the the Nike shoe of the year, you know, the hyper dunks for that year or whatever. But if you're yeah. wearing Giannis's, you know, if you're out there wearing Russell Westbrook's and your name isn't Russell Westbrook. You're not the MVP. That's that's fair. That's fair. Um, are you curious as to who Nikola Jokic's agent also represents in the NBA? In the NBA? Yes. Uh all right. It's not that on. interesting. It's but... not that interesting. I'm just trying to guess who might be funny. It's probably like nobody's. I bet his agent represents like nobody's. Who is it? I'm, per- I'm pretty he sure he's he has everyone that's ever been in the league named Nikola, mm-hmm. uh, because he also has Nikola Jovic uh, and f- former NBA player Nikola Pekovic. Um, but he also represents Zubac, Dario. Sure, yeah. So Teddy Osman, Boban, you know. Yeah, and he all, represents all those guys. Yeah, and he represents a lot of guys with uh, with castles tattooed on their backs <laughs> with various castle towers tattooed on their backs hanging out in bathhouses that's who he also represents i'll say this though <laughs> he's got he's got boban a, a, a national spot yeah several Except, <laughs> yeah know? multiple so it's not it's not his agent yeah it's not a language thing <laughs> it's not a guy talks funny he also represented Darren Williams briefly. Interesting. But getting Darren to play overseas. He represented him oh, overseas. Oh, okay. Not yeah. in the NBA. All right. He gets everybody on the Istanbul isotopes or whatever. <laughs> whatever team Iverson played on over there, you know? Yeah, exactly. Um, Any other disqualifiers for MVP? I, You know. I think that's about it. There's everything else. It just makes for a great story. Some sort of level of team success. Yeah. Can't yeah. be wearing somebody else's name on your shoe. Um. Can't have another MVP candidate on your team. There's also part of me that wants to say you can't be on an expiring contract. And the only reason I say that is because if you're truly MVP, you should probably get locked up. But then that disqualifies LeBron pretty much every year. Yeah, because he's strategically. I thought I thought you were going to say because that. like because you play harder for the for the money. Well, I mean, yeah, you, you you probably do have a little contract year push, but but the fact that LeBron is always on an expiring contract adds to his value. It's part <laughs> of his true. value. It's true. He you can do that because him. he's so valuable. That's true. So it like it flips. Uh, it flips at the very top. It's one of those things that like to a certain yeah. point means one thing, but then flips when you get to that upper, upper, upper echelon. Right. 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 Yeah. Yeah. Man, but I really do think this is this is Embiid's 
year for MVP. I think this is, I've said this every year. I mean, Mackie, yeah. Maggie reminds me all the time. I say this every season, but I, I do think the Sixers team is different. Um, Yeah. Different in the right. I mean, here's every Sixers team over the past five years has been different in a different way. Yeah. Right. right. I think that this is the Sixers team that is different in a way in that right way. <laughs> in the right way. I mean, outside of the, the Jimmy year, that team was different in the right way. They just got unlucky. Meaning yeah. Embiid's injury. Yeah. 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 That was the team that should have won the title. It was a team that could have won. Could have. Like yeah, I won't say we should, would, but could definitely could have. Yeah. Uh yeah. Yeah. That was that was that was the most talented team we've had outside of this one. But I think this year's team is deeper. Yeah. Uh, which is which is key in the playoffs. We Speaking have not had of the Sixers. Depth. This is a this is a tangent that I don't know if I, I don't really I don't I don't really want to spend a lot of time, but it's a thought that I had this week. Um, mm. The Dallas Mavericks are really are really <laughs> Sixersing themselves into a corner in terms of uh, oops, we were too good too fast, and now we're uh, fucking ourselves over. And now, uh, and now we're not. Yeah. Uh huh. We're making yeah. And they don't have the Sam Hinkie reserves to make the level of mistakes the Sixers. The Sixers were able to to survive the many, many mistakes that they made because of the reserves that that Sam Hinkie set them up with and because of the years of high draft picks that they were allowed to yeah. fuck up and mess it was, up. It was all about getting as many shots. Yeah. As we could. Yeah. And, and they had a lot of stuff in the reserves. So when they, when they, uh, you know, made the playoffs one year and then panic traded the next year for both Jimmy Butler and Tobias Harris. And, and then, uh, God. you know, traded away first round picks to move up to take Markel Fultz. And that didn't pan out. And they blew all these things. They had enough in the reserve to, survive and stay good and make other moves to replenish by you know getting you know ending up with james harden the mavs are doing the same thing they made the conference finals two years ago Mm -hmm. and we're like oh we need to build around luca right now and uh messed it up terribly they they yeah they uh they really they really blew it they really blew it um and how much of that is how much of that is them? How much of that is, you know, Kyrie coming in with his typical breakdown a team vibe? I mean, the Kyrie move was really flailing because bringing him in is a Badly. risk. Is a ri- You know what you're doing. If you bring Kyrie into your team in 2023, you know what you're doing. Right. So that is equal parts. I, it's probably it's more on the Mavs than it is on Kyrie at that point because Kyrie's just being Kyrie. So and bringing him in is is it's not only a risk to your team; it was also a risk that you did it all for nothing, based on his expiring status. Yeah, because he's going to leave, and you, get, you know, you get a handful of games with this. You knew yeah. he probably wasn't going to stay. Yeah, and then you 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 tank the end of the year so you can keep your draft pick, so it's in the top ten. Yeah, it's yeah. So this, it's a it, disaster. They really went all in on this season. The worst possible time, which yeah, which makes no sense. Yeah, and I mean they, you know, is it bad luck that they couldn't keep Jalen Brunson? Is that the guy that they should have held on to? Did they try to? Yes, 
is it sort of bad luck that the Knicks basically tampered by hiring his dad? Well, yeah, and then bringing I mean, him in. Yeah, that's that, basically that's tampering. Well, I mean, um, no, they did, they did, they did get fined for tampering, didn't they? I don't, I don't know. I think, I think they did, but not. I don't think it was as much as the Sixers did. But that's a whole different conversation. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, was that was that the guy that was that was his? You know, probably best chance at like a running mate. You know, sure. Could've, and do I feel, him, do I feel a little bit bad? Known. Yeah, do I feel a little bit bad for them because of that? Yeah, sure. I don't at all. I don't feel bad for that team at all. Yeah, you kidding me? Mark Cuban's a terrible owner. He's a great fan. He's a terrible owner. Think about this. Dirk was just a loyal dude. Yeah. Outside of that, what has he really done right? Completely messed up Porzingis. Or with Porzingis, with Porzingis, yeah. Which on paper um, was a was a sensible move to try yeah, to pair yeah. him up with Luca. They made yeah. sense on paper, at least you know Porzingis, peak Porzingis, what Porzingis could be. Yeah, uh, you know, blew it with uh, with Christian Wood, like. Or I'm sorry, am I am I I might be mixing up my teams there. Christian Wood, I know, was in Houston. I don't no, know. No, he was on right. the map. Was he in Dallas? He was in, yeah, no, he was, he was on, on Dallas yeah. this year. Yeah. 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 And they, yeah, and they he tra- like, looked trash, like trash. Um, I just, I don't know. Like, what, what have they done well outside of just having a guy that, that stuck around? I don't know. He did all those things like, uh, uh, give the team nice facilities when he took over and uh, uh, halftime shows and stuff like that. So he took the typical billionaire approach, throw money at it. And, but like strategically, what, what is, Oh, what I don't is, know what he's, he, yeah. Bas- basketball wise. I don't know. From like a, from like a team running perspective, he, I mean, he did things to make Dallas a, not a laughing stock of, of the NBA in terms of like turning the team around after he bought it and like getting facilities that work and were nice and, you know, like a gym for his team and made the, the game like a spectacle of a show. So fans might want to come when the team was bad. But from a basketball standpoint, that. you're right. From a but that's whole... that's 25 years ago at this point, or whatever, however long Cuban's been owner of the team. God, that makes me feel old. Um, they, you know, they had the whole um, did like a workplace incident that was terrible. They, you that know, is they had true. Their, that like is they, very yeah. I don't know. It just feels like it's never been a well-run franchise. You know, they just got lucky with dirt. One of the best players of all time who who just wanted to stick around. Yeah. There's a guy who just wanted to hoop and show up with a plate. <laughs> Dirk just wanted like... to hoop and show up with a nice plate from his lovely wife. Yeah. I don't I don't like giving out uh you know these hypothetical like cookout invitations, but <laughs> Dirk Dirk could Dirk could get one if we were gonna do that. Dirk's okay by me. 
Dirk's okay by me. <laughs> you heard it here. Yeah. Yeah. But that's it. That's our first round playoff preview. That is our awards picks. Let us know what disqualifies people from the MVP from the MVP discussion in your minds. Let us know in the comments. Yeah. Hit yeah. us up. Yeah. Hit us up in the comments of the Instagram post or on Twitter or whatever. Yeah. You know where to follow us. On Instagram at Stretch for Pod, on Twitter at Stretch for Cast. Follow Keenan on both of those places. Follow me on both of those places. Follow your heart in everything you do, especially voting for MVP, who you know is yes. Joel Embiid. He's in your heart. Absolutely. 